if there's nothing else that we can do as a university when it comes to, to teaching business, this is something that we all should get behind. Today on Doing Good, the podcast, a helping hand for America's heroes. We love the women and men who volunteer to serve in America's military. They raise their hands and they give their lives for the good of the country they love. The Doing Good gang recently found out about an amazing program that is helping veterans turn some great ideas into some great new businesses. Thousands of veterans are now living their dreams as kind of captains of their own destiny and business for themselves. Today's guest will spell out how it works and how all of us can step forward to help veterans launch the next chapter in their lives. Hi, everyone. My name is Susanna. And I'm Elijah. Welcome to Doing Good, the podcast where we and our parents talk about the good that's happening in our community and the people that are making those good things happen. So we actually just kind of sit here until we're told to talk, but we're actually the funny ones, so stick around and listen. Hey everybody, how are you today? Welcome to the new Doing Good Podcast. I'm excited to see everybody. The new good Doing Good Podcast? Well, a new edition is out today. Oh, okay, just, yes. You know, the next edition. The countdown is at zero. I was like, wait, is it new? It's new. Awesome. Happy March. Happy March. Happy March. Happy yep. March. We're finally here now. Wait a minute. No. Is this March? Well, yes, it will be our March episodes. Can you believe it's March? Here's what threw yeah. me. Last, our last was it our last podcast where you unleashed on St. Patrick's Day? I cannot believe you guys want to talk about that and again. And so that made I me do. think that was March, but that actually was Valentine's Day. So that was really a preview of the... <laughs> I'm not talking about my disdain for St. Patrick's Day again. This 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 really is our St. Patrick's Day episode. No, the St. Patrick's Day episode would be the next episode because that one will come out around the middle of March, around the Ides of March. Hi, Susanna. That's what we should talk about. We should talk about the Ides of March. Hi, Susanna. Oh, sure. That's. I'm here about to launch now, and we haven't heard from Susanna. Hi, Susanna. Good morning. Actually, I'm listening to this, Susanna, while I'm driving home from work, and it's you know it's 11:45 p.m. So, well, we haven't heard from oh. Elijah either. What you want me to say? Like, I'll... <laughs> Speak. I'll, I'll say what do you think about the Ides of March? Oh, I had to read Caesar earlier this year, so uh, yeah, beware the Ides of March. A little bit of an uncomfortable subject, but a too brute. It's not necessarily. A time of doing good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the things you remember from 10th grade literature. Did you read Julius Caesar, Susanna? No. No, we read Of Mice and Men and Fahrenheit 451. Have you read any Most Shakespeare? great Shakespeare works. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet was freshman Oh, year. that's right. That's right. There was something last year. They just went Basically. straight for the steamy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was so good in that. Yeah, he's so he's such a good yeah. actor. <laughs> this is one thing I always, you know, in the years I've known you, Doctor Becky, was you are a Shakespeare fan. Yeah, I love, love Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Like you've directed well, us to some. I would like to put in the caveat that I like Shakespeare comedies. And the you like where... Shakespeare in the park. No, yeah, I like Shakespeare best in the park. Why so, in the park? You only like the ones where some of the characters die. 
Not yeah, all. not all of the characters. I no, I I do like uh, Henry V. Have we Have you seen Henry V? I'm doing that right now. It's very heroic. I mean, and then there's a there's an adaptation of that starring Kenneth Branagh. Oh, and it is um yeah, it's fantastic. It Henry really does. V. It makes you just want to go out and conquer is that the something. 1989 version. Uh, Elijah, I don't know. Is that that's with uh, Richard? It's been a while. Richard? No, uh, no that's Richard. That's, uh, I can't remember. Richard Dreyfus? No, not I Richard Dreyfus. I, I mean the King, Richard Harris. No, I'm the Richard the Third. I get confused with the kings, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, so at any rate, I like are... Shakespeare comedies. I love Shakespeare in the Park, and. Um, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping we get to do some Shakespeare that's, in the Park this year. That's a good thing that made I saw that they were calling for auditions for a comedy of errors. <laughs> you I'm, should try out. You should try out. It's in Asheville. I'm not going to drive down to Asheville. Although they did start a Shakespeare in the Park here in, in, the in Johnson City. Yeah. So if you're yeah. listening to us in Poughkeepsie, uh, Asheville, North Carolina, they have what are they? The Montford Players? The Montford or, Park Players, yes. Just absolutely wonderful Shakespeare in the Park. Theater troupe. Mm-hmm. A theater troupe. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. So anyway, welcome back. Has anyone, How did we get there? I don't know. You, probably. No, I you. You, I did. You, Ides of March. You like to make me go off on a tangent. You talked about the Ides of March. Yeah. Well, it's because I was only trying to avoid talking about St. Patrick's Day. Oh, right? that's true. And, well, yeah, and now full circle. Yeah. So, I mean, you just have to face it. If you missed last month's episode, you know Dr. Becky's not fond of... Shakespeare in the Park. I mean, sorry, of um, uh, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. I love the Irish, though. Oh, th- yeah. Just not the food. No. She's more careful this time. And I don't drink beer. So, I mean, I think that's the other thing about Ireland is like, you know, Guinness and yeah. <laughs> ale. This year, we are actually going to do something, and you will be invited to this, guys. We're uh, going to our social pod. We're going to get... We are Grand actually no. We're yes. good. Yeah. <laughs> High schoolers, no. Uh, we are going to corn our own beef. Um, we're going to corn our own beef. How does know, one corn beef? Well, you know what? I found this website called Google. Really? And you found Google? And you could. You could. You sure you weren't still using Alta Vista? <laughs> what are they talking about, Grandpa? <laughs> I got a link through my Hotmail account. Oh. Um, no, I, I, uh, it, you can actually buy a brisket. Yes, which we have we have excitedly Beef, yes. experimented with. Uh, anyway, this is this is not about a food, but uh, this is uh, is coming your way. We're going to try it. We're going to corn our own beef for St. Patrick's Yeah, but Day. I honestly don't know how one does that. It's just you take the brisket, you slather it with seasonings, and you let it live in your fridge for about two weeks. But why does it turn red? I don't know. We'll find out. This experiment it might it <laughs> might kill us. I honestly. hope it works. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. I'm feeling it. It's either going to be good and or it's going to kill you're us. You're going to be eating some with us. Trust me. I'll eat the corned beef. I just don't want any cabbage. Okay. Or sauerkraut. Okay. Or I mean, I guess I, I don't mind slaw. I'll eat slaw, but I don't Irish. want cooked cabbage. Okay, fine. We'll just we'll do some without cooked cabbage, but it's coming your way, St. Patrick's Day. And so. if your whole house smells like cabbage, oh, it's I'm gonna staying smell outside. Like, yeah, it's gonna, well, it's, my whole house smells like teenage normal. boy gym socks, as it is. Okay, so, you know. okay. I'm not the one roasting vegetables in the kitchen that's 24-7. True. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, Hi, Susanna. <laughs> oh, try to dodge that one. <laughs> Susanna's like, my house smells like bacon. 
<laughs> and pastries. Your house always smells and to me dog. like dog. Okay, a dog. <laughs> he doesn't have a smell. Actually, after the groomer, he smells like an old lady. Yeah, he's sweet. Does he? Sound, do you have any? Does your house smell like a cat? No. Does it ever sound like a cat? What? Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> that would sound like what? <laughs> Susanna. Susanna's been doing random noises, and this is my favorite new one. Yeah. For about a year now. <laughs> hey, guys, guess what? What? It's time for one of our news. It's kind of a new segment. Are you ready? And we're going to unveil the opening of a new segment. And before we meet our guest today, who is Alan Gorman with ETSU. It's, East it's Tennessee not really State. a new segment. The sound, the sound is new. Uh, the ETSU and the Strive program, which is an awesome program helping veterans. We're going to hear from him in a moment. But today, are you ready? It's time for our new segment. Caught doing good. Nice. Oh, oh I love that sound effect. What do you think of that sound effect, shows. Suzanne and Elijah? That's what my brain feels like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Suzanne, I picture that rainbow unicorn that shows. Yeah, that, that, I see that too. That has on your phone your uh, emoji. The the one that's swearing. The at one me? that's the cussing at yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that's the sound effect. Yeah. I just want it one more time. Caught doing good. Okay, this is our our podcast oh opportunity God. for. I just love that. Thank you, uh, Mr. Layton, our executive. Yes, our so executive producer Layton. Well, it. I'll go first because I did show prep. Good, good okay. cool. So prep. throwback to February. That may be your new nickname, show prep. You remember February? Show prep. Yeah, How this you is our segment Sorry. where we we we, we every yes. time we come to the table, yes, with an instance of people doing good in that our we see people that doing we good. just mm-hmm. catch them, we witness it, yep. we are witnesses to it because yep. God knows we all see the bad around us, yes. right? But we're intentionally looking for the good. So here's one. Yeah, throwback to February. Around the uh, 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. So Uh this is going back in time. But I I enjoyed this, and I witnessed it, and it just was so good. I'm going to keep this short. Uh, Why are you laughing? Uh, Nearby uh, to us is a town called Jonesboro, Tennessee. And after a year of, like, it's canceled, or it's canceled, canceled, you know. They had Chocolate Fest, mm-hmm. which is a lovely day where you basically it's just celebrating chocolate. And I took my daughter, who's eight years old, and it was peoring the rain all day, just pouring. But I witnessed this town kind of crawling out of the hole mm-hmm. and they all had masks on. Mm-hmm. All the chocolates were safely wrapped up mm-hmm. and everybody was doing their best. But they said, let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. Let's make this work. Just like you told me a few yeah, days ago. Props. Mm-hmm. How can we make this work? Yeah. That's the question for 2021. Right. And they said that you were the one that said that, Dr. Becky. Mm-hmm. And, and they asked that question without saying a word and they made it work. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that's caught doing good. Yes. They, they gave the, everybody a great day and supported the merchants in the town. Yes. Went a little longer than I wanted on that one. Who's next? I'll go. Go ahead. Okay. Did you find somebody other than you that had been doing good? <laughs> yeah. Good job, Mom. Hair flip. No, okay. So my caught doing good is somebody is somebody famous. So oh. I am a very big Pink fan. Okay? I love her. The artist Pink. She's yes. broken, not bent. It's, yeah, but it, it's, been, it's been just amazing to watch her grow as a person into who she is now. Um, and, um, and she's always, I think, approached her celebrity with a measure of integrity mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't have. Um, and, uh, but she just, she just released a new song, and it's called Cover Me in Sunshine. 
and it's a duet with her daughter, um, oh. her daughter Willow. And um, it's it, it, it what it really is, is it's a sort of anthem of how they're going to triumph over the whole pandemic business. Um, oh, I love that. And it's this little, this beautiful, pure, clear little voice singing, um, you know, cover me in sunshine. And it is, uh, I mean, I was complete. The first time I listened to it, I was like, I was actually crying oh, because wow. it was just like, oh, thank God, you know? Yeah. So anyway, my shout out, Caught Doing Good, is um, Pink. And her Who, daughter, Willow Sage Hart. You introduced to me years and years ago mm-hmm. when she was really kind of coming out of the scene and yeah. you were going to see her in concert. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I love that. I would see her. But yes. So everybody t- listen to Cover Me in Sunshine. It's good. You'll, you'll appreciate good. it. Love it. Okay. Who's next? I guess I'll go next. Okay. Go. Go ahead. It's not one person, but it's uh, kind of the three uh, coaches that we have at the uh, Elizabethan High School. Is this about swimming? Uh, partly. I wish it wasn't, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so we have three main coaches. So we have tennis coach who, uh, her name's Leanne Click, uh, swim coach, uh, Kelly, uh, and the main head of, uh, athletics. Um, they Forrest. all, right, Forrest, uh, he's, they all have had to deal with all of the stuff with COVID and, um, just the doing good is the fact that they've been uh, working on a personal level, uh, not only with me, but all the different high schoolers that are wanting to do athletics. And this is just the two sports that I've been doing, but Forrest is also um, part of all the other sports at the high school, and they've been uh, working hard to organize it and make sure that we and other high schoolers have an opportunity to do this when a lot of other schools in our area have not even been doing sports for more than a month while we've been doing it for, uh, especially with swim for like nine months mm-hmm. yeah. and so, safely. I've just yeah, been so concerned exactly. about the safety. Of the We've only had one person the whole time have to quarantine and that's been recent. Wow. Um, yeah. So, uh, and that wasn't that, that the person got sick. That was that they were contact traced, contact. right? Exactly for somebody who got sick who was not on the swim team. I mean, I do think I, I'm I'm with you, and yeah. I would. And Forrest, I think, has done a tremendous job. Oh yeah, he's taken the TSSAA guidelines very seriously. He he himself was patrolling for. He was a mask patrol during the football games. He'd walk through the stadium and he'd be like, "Put your mask on, cover your nose up." Uh, leading by example. Yeah, and he, but no, he was going through the stands, telling wow. people to put their mask on and cover their nose up. Forrest Holt. Forrest Holt, Elizabeth athletic director at Elizabeth and Tennessee. Coach Kelly Boussard. Right. Coach Jess Powers. Coach Jess Sutton. Jess Sutton, sorry. Yeah. Coach uh, and uh, Leanne Click. Okay, yeah. I love that. Suzanne. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just wanna. So I babysat for a cute little family last weekend, and um, there's. Four kids. There's like two older girls, older as in like elementary school, um, a little boy, and then a baby. So I was watching the baby for the first time last week. Wow. And my doing good is or are the two older sisters. They're so cute and they're just so helpful with this little baby who was like recovering from an ear infection. So not the happiest baby, but it was precious because they're just like so cute and helpful. I love that. Yeah, Yeah. that is good. You witness some siblings loving on their siblings. Yes. Because we don't 
yeah, we don't embody that necessarily ourselves. <laughs> you guys, did you see how short that was? That was so good. <laughs> Which is a really good thing because it's almost time it's for our time. guest. It's time to talk with Alan, Alan Gorman, Gorman, who um, is an associate professor um, at East Tennessee State University, and he is the champion of the STRIVE program, which is a program that um, helps uh, veterans uh, begin their own businesses. Joining us now is Alan Gorman. He's associate professor and chair at East Tennessee State University and their College of Business, and he is passionate about the STRIVE program. Alan, thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. We're joining you on a uh, on a, on a Zoom call here, so ho- hopefully hoping for some good uh, connectivity throughout your travels, and thanks for being with us while you're on the road today. And I, you know, I found out about the STRIVE program from you, and it took me down the, the rabbit hole of this amazing kind of national movement to try to help veterans. What is STRIVE? So STRIVE stands for Startup Training and Resources to Inspire Veteran Entrepreneurship. Um, And it is an outgrowth of a a partnership that we have developed with Syracuse University. Syracuse, as you uh, may know, was one of the earliest universities to open its doors to veterans. And they have uh, an Institute for uh, Veterans and Military Families, IVMF. And they have partnered with uh, lots of universities across the country to offer these veterans entrepreneurship programs. But we have the distinction of being the first regional school to offer this type of program in uh, in a location like uh, uh, Northeast Tennessee. So we're really happy to be involved in the, in this program. Interesting. So, um, okay, so when I think about veterans who are coming out of active duty and decide they want to um, pursue higher education, I think about the GI Bill. How does that all fit into this? Well, the good thing about our program is it's completely free. There is zero cost to any veteran. So uh, GI Bill can be used for uh, other curricular uh pursuits they want to uh, to uh, pursue, but for for our purposes, everything we do is provided at zero cost for the veterans, so there's, there's no cost involved. Okay, and this is specifically, though, training to help them start their own, um, start their own businesses, correct? Correct, yes. So how does it work? So, you know, I, uh, kind of walk us through the process, and I know you have some success stories, but give us an example of how this works. So the way we've structured it at ETSU uh, and the model at Syracuse and other uh, larger universities is more of a boot camp model where they bring people in for seven, eight days, and it's very intensive. They go all day and into the evening. Well, when we adopted this model at ETSU, we knew we weren't going to get people to to come to spend eight solid days from all over the country. And the more important part was we wanted to inspire veteran entrepreneurs in this region who would then go on to start businesses in this region. So we've adopted uh, a model where uh, the veterans meet once a week. Uh, This uh, semester, we're getting ready to kick off next week, actually, uh, on Tuesday. Um, It's going to be every evening from six to nine. Uh, every session is going to involve some sort of presentation from an expert in a particular area. 
uh, followed by some sort of panel uh, or group interview with other successful veterans uh, in or, or veterans or entrepreneurs in this region. Uh, uh, to give you an example, we'll have a whole session just around social media marketing, right? So a lot of these folks who start businesses aren't really experts on the social media side, but we have experts in this area that are going to teach them an entire module around, you know, how do you market your business through things like Facebook and Instagram and things like that. And then we'll have uh, those, those panel interviews where they can ask questions of folks who've done this before and, and have some success stories. And at a few of the sessions, we're going to have what we call genius bars. And uh, we borrowed this term from Syracuse. They bring successful people, successful entrepreneurs in all kinds of different areas. And we basically allow the veterans just to pick their brain uh, about what it is they're, they're, they're trying to do with their business. Uh, we have, for example, we have a supply chain professor that can answer chain questions. You know, if I'm producing a product, how can I, how can I close the loop on supply chain and make that a more efficient process? Um, so we'll do these uh, uh, genius bars, about three or four of them over the course of the eight weeks. Uh, but the whole idea is basically whether or not you have any business experience or not, you have the opportunity to learn the foundations of what it takes to create a small business from the ground up. That's fascinating. So, um, so they don't have to be enrolled students at ETSU. No, they are. They are technically they are not enrolled. However, uh, we do have the uh, luxury of having them uh, to be called alums after they go through the program. We've we worked it out with our alumni office where these the people who go through the program will then become ETSU alumni. So they have all the benefits of becoming an alumni even though they're not technically enrolled. Interesting. You know, I think so many of us can get want to get behind the idea of doing good in our communities by helping that veteran community. You know, so many of them that are coming out of service and, and uh, it's just a way of paying back. Do you see that as a part of this, that this is, I mean, you, you devoted a lot, you, you're, you're an instructor and an educator, uh, but you've taken this on. Do you talk about the, the, the element of, of how as a community, it's our, not our duty so much as our opportunity to kind of support these people who've supported us. Absolutely. And that, that's one of the key reasons we felt passionate about doing this. We were presented this opportunity by one of our alums. Uh, actually, he's a ROTC alum from many years ago. Uh, name is Lewis Runyon. And when, when we got connected with Lewis and he pitched us the, the idea we all looked at each other, Dr. Heiss and, and our Dean Dennis DePue, and we said, this is a no-brainer. This is just, it's, it's such a uh, veteran-friendly area. And, and we, we thought, if there's nothing else that we can do as a university when it comes to, to teaching business, this is something that we all should get behind. And we've offered this, this is the second year we've done it, again, at no cost to any of the veterans. And it's not just something, uh, it's not just a feel-good story, but it's something that we want to do to give back to the community and to show our veterans that we're interested in helping you, not just 
teaching a class and, and sitting in a session for eight weeks, but providing resources and guidance and mentorship beyond just these eight weeks. Uh, and that's one of the benefits of this program is we're, you'll, you'll have access to, to mentors through the program who you can call later if you have specific questions about things uh, as you go through your, your business cycle and your processes, you can call on them at any time. And that's, to us, this is just such an important thing for us to be able to give back to this community and especially our veterans who, who mean so much to this region. Uh, and how does the STRIVE program administer this guidance and benefits to the veterans? Uh, well, we, we, we have a, uh, uh, a reservoir, I guess, of uh, mentors, uh, local entrepreneurs who some of them are veterans themselves. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be a veteran, uh, but they've started successful businesses. They're going through the process. They've been there from day one. And we allow the, uh, the veterans to uh, take advantage of that, the list of the mentors and the resources. We also have, we partner with uh, the TSBDC at ETSU, the Tennessee Small Business uh, Development Center. Uh, Mark Bays is the director of that center and he is actually one of the, the key people that's involved in the leadership of the STRIVE program. You're automatically enrolled in the TSBDC, which gets you access to all kinds of resources in terms of things like grant opportunities or uh, learning more about regulations that may impact your business and having access to resources to, to navigating those kinds of waters. So um, just the ability to network with uh, other entrepreneurs who've been there and done that, as well as getting resources through our, our TSBDC are a couple of the benefits. That's great. So um, what is your favorite entrepreneurship project that you've seen a veteran do? Uh, we have some really cool ideas uh, that have come through. Uh, one of the, the interesting ones that uh, we're seeing so take, uh, take flight is uh, it's a company uh, called Abby Maddie Designs. It's where I'm sure you all have, have car keys that have a fob on it um, where you can open and unlock the doors. Apparently, they've created a whole design process around having different uh, different designs and different models of the fobs. And you can actually add a decorative element to the fob, which I had no idea that was even a thing. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they've created a whole business around it. And they've, um, they started, I believe they started it as an online portal, an online website, but they're actually, I believe they're in the process of having a uh, storefront in Kingsport right now. So that's, uh, you know, we, we would love to see some more success stories come through our program uh, like that. Last year when we kicked off Strive, uh, right in the middle of it, uh, COVID hit. So we had to press pause. And through that, we, we had a lot of folks that said, you know, we can do it online, but really we want the connection. We want the camaraderie with being with other veterans in person. So we allowed, we actually gave uh, the opportunity for uh, the folks who went through last year, if they didn't finish, they could come back this year. So we have several of those coming back to finish the program this year. Uh, and, and for us, 
you know, a big part of this that we hear from the veterans is not not just the the technical stuff that we teach them in the program, but it's that camaraderie of going through this program with other veterans who share similar backgrounds and similar stories. They've been in the trenches. They understand what it's like to, to be a veteran and have served in the military. That provides them a lot of energy and motivation and the desire to want to succeed through this program with other veterans. And, and that's one of the benefits of going through this program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm listening to you talk about this, this really valuable program. Um, and I'm, and I'm hearing you say mentor community mentors a lot. So I'm wondering if, um, if I'm out in the community and I want to get involved um, and I think I have some skills that would be valuable to um, the, the veterans, then how do I, how would I go about mentoring? Just contact us. Um, let us know who you are, what you have to offer. Uh, the, the folks that we have involved, uh, we've asked a lot of them to, to help contribute, but if, if, you know, they're listening to this podcast, for example, and they think, Hey, I've got something I, uh, would be happy to share. I'd say, just contact us. You, you can contact, uh, we have a website, ETSU slash strive. You can contact the program director, Dr. Bill Heiss, and we'll get you entered into that uh, reservoir of, of mentors. And we'd love to actually have you, you know, if there's someone in the community that would love to come and share their experiences uh, and be on a panel or give a presentation, we'd love to schedule for one of those. If not, uh, not this current class, you know, we plan to do this every spring. So We'd love to take advantage of that. So just contact us. Okay, awesome. Alan, you know, I'm I'm thinking we have listeners today who maybe are veterans and they want to get enrolled or or get help starting that business. Or or maybe as Becky said, there's someone who wants to support. But I'm I'm wondering, like, just for somebody who's listening today and they're in that mode of trying to create a business, you know, in 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 the culture and environment that we're in right now, um, there are things that get in the way of that dream? You know, what are some of the common sort of obstacles that you see people running into? uh, And maybe specifically those veterans who have those dreams, they just don't, they keep hitting that wall. What are some of those common obstacles that that people are encountering as they try to launch that dream today? Well, I think it's, and and, and I think this is common to lots of entrepreneurs is is the folks who are the innovators who come up with the great ideas is they understand their idea very, very well, but they don't necessarily understand how to make a business out of it, right? How do you monetize that? Um, and, and that's one of the biggest barriers is it's not necessarily the creativity and innovation side because that's what that's what the, the, the startup folks, the entrepreneurs, they, they get that, but they just don't know things like, okay, how am I going to market this? How am I going to find a, uh, a supplier who's going to get me the materials? How am I going to distribute this? How do I go about obtaining funding as uh, a small business entrepreneur? Uh, to me, I think that's one of the biggest barriers is just a lack of knowledge about what is available in our, our entrepreneurship community uh, in terms of the resources. And and I think that's one of the things that our program helps to do is just 
make connect all those dots that we have available and, and start putting that puzzle together. Yeah. So I'm wondering too, I heard you say a little bit about, you know, the once the graduates come through the program, they can um they can still access, um, you know, the the mentorship pool and that sort of thing. Um, but you and I both know it's not that it it's the starting the business is the easy part. Sustaining right. the business is the hard part. Right. So, um, so what other resources does the program um, does Strive provide to help um, people sustain businesses? Because, you know, it's easy to come up with an idea. And I mean, it seems hard, but it's it's pretty easy to come up with the idea. Um, but then, you know, the nuts and bolts of doing it day in, day out and trying to make enough money to stay alive um, yeah. is different. So what what other programs do you guys provide? Well, I mean, that's where... Uh providing uh, connections with folks like bankers in the area who can help mm -hmm. provide funding sources, uh, uh, the connections with the TSBDC to understanding things like grant opportunities, uh, you know, the, 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 the ability to partner with uh, other small businesses who may be able to join forces and do things together. Uh, we have we have lots of access to resources through the College of Business and Technology that they can take advantage of as well. Things like our uh, through our accounting department, there's opportunities to get uh, access to resources when it comes to accounting. Okay. Um, so it, it's really for us, it's, you know, if, you, if I'm a veteran entrepreneur, this just gets me in the door. And then there's all kinds of other things that we can help connect those dots. And like you said, you know, we don't want to just help you start a business and then let you go. We want to see you succeed. So if, you know, if there's, there are things that we can do in the College of Business and Technology to help you make those connections or close those gaps, that's, we've got plenty of those capabilities. So if I understand you correctly, uh, the Strive program is more of an experience relationship um, focused program. Uh, Compared to other programs, which will like just give a sum of money to someone and then say, do what you want with it and stuff like that. What is, do you think that this is more important? And if so, why is that more important than just giving money to someone? Uh, well, I mean, giving money to someone is, is, is certainly important. And, you know, every entrepreneur needs access to resources, but, um, you know, again, we're not just thinking about the short term. If we give somebody some money and help them get through to next month, that's great. But what's the long-term advantage? What's the long-term payoff? And, and as I said a, a little bit ago, we want to see people start companies and succeed uh, and have this company be become integral and a part of the region. And if we just give money, but with there's no follow-up and there's no uh, access to networks, uh, mentorship opportunities, then you know who knows what's going to happen with your business. Uh, you may you may be successful, you may not, but we're never going to know that. So uh, anybody who started a, a small business understands the power of the network that you develop with other people who are doing the same sort of thing that you are. And when you realize you're struggling, uh, just like everybody else is struggling, it gives you that kind of kick in the pants to you know, okay, if somebody else is going through this and they're, they're getting through it. I can do the same thing. So, uh, 
you know, n- nothing against giving people money and resources in terms of money and letting them go, but that's not really for us. We want to see this be a more a strategic long-term thing that benefits the region and, and all the veterans in our region. So it's more than just financial guidance. It's something deeper than that. It's more profound, like emotional guidance. Absolutely. And that's, you know, I, I mentioned earlier the camaraderie with the with the other veterans. You can't underestimate how important that really is as somebody going through this program is it's not just I'm sitting here going through a workbook and learning about business fundamentals. It's I'm going through this with other people who have similar backgrounds to me, who things that I've seen. They've encountered struggles that I've encountered. And, you know, if if my partner over here is doing this and getting through it, I can do the same thing. And so from a motivational standpoint, I think that that sort of uh, of thing is critical for this kind of program. So you guys have um, well, so you just started last year. And do you have like a class of entrepreneurs that you guys have graduated now? So we haven't had a, a, a formal class go through from start mm-hmm. to finish yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're, we're hopeful, you know, knock on wood, everything goes according to plan. We're going to meet in person. We got a couple of folks who are going to zoom in with us, but uh, this class coming up is going to meet in person over on uh, uh, Building 60 on the VA campus every Tuesday night. Okay. And hopefully by hopefully by May, we'll have a successful group of uh, uh, graduates. Yeah, so that's excellent. So are there any, do you have any plans in place to keep, you know, I think, I think in terms of, um, I work with, I work with new mothers, and I think in terms of peer support groups, and that's kind of the same model you're talking about here. Are there any plans in place to keep these classes of entrepreneurs kind of meeting together? Yes. Yeah. And it's funny you talked about that. We've in our planning meetings, we've talked about, you know, can we have sessions where we get uh, the graduates back together and just do an update and just just have a, a networking opportunity just for themselves. And I think as we grow this program and we do this every year, we can continue to grow that alumni base to where, you know, I'd like to see in a couple of years. We have a big uh, mentoring and networking night with all the graduates through the program to come back together and and even bring in the next class that's going to come in to say, okay, here's what you're going to get out of this class after having gone through it. We went through it two, three years ago. Here's what we learned and here's what what you're going to learn by going through this program. And I, th- I think that's great. And I, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what kinds of um, – projects and programs come out of um, of this, but I kind of want to know on a personal level, what made Alan Gorman decide he needed to, he needed to make this happen? You know, I, my dad is a veteran. Uh, he served in the army for uh, uh, several years and uh, I, I never had, uh, I never was able to do that. Uh, and I've always had a, a soft spot in my heart for for veterans and folks who have served. And I thought for me personally, this is a way to honor my dad and, and other folks who've gone before me. Uh, and, and in my mind, honestly, and this is just, you know, Alan Gorman speaking. This is one of the 
this is, if nothing else we can do, this is one of the most basic things we can do to serve this region in which we're honored and blessed to live is, you know, we, we've got so many people in this region who served our country on our behalf. This is, this is the most basic thing we could do just to say thank you. And uh, for me, that means a lot knowing that my dad was a veteran and, and this is a way for me to say thank you. Yeah, that's great. And Alan, I, I, as you, if you Google Strive East Tennessee State University, your website comes up really quickly. And, and we would love for you to, to, you know, we need information in a moment on how to find you. But when I did that, I saw that there is an opportunity and you do ask for community support uh, and, and for people to give in, in ways that they can. How, how are you hoping that people will step up and support this program? Well, I mean, there's there's lots of opportunities to give, obviously, monetarily. Um, you know, this is it's at no, put on at no cost to our veterans, but there, you know, there's costs in terms of us putting on the program. So if you're if folks out there in the community are interested in giving, you can just go to that website. There's a direct link um, to give uh, uh, give funding wise. Uh, and we have we've already had a couple of very generous donations by some local entrepreneurs in our region. Um, uh, Scott Andrew, who's the CEO of RSS right here in, in Johnson City, has already committed funds to help us out, as has uh, uh, Keith Gwen with Sync Space in Kingsport, is, is a big supporter of, of veteran businesses. He's given a very generous donation. Uh, but there's opportunities to give outside of just monetarily as well. If you want to serve uh, as a mentor for some of these veterans, we'd love to add your name to the list. It, like I said earlier, if you'd like to come to one of the class sessions and serve on a panel or contribute to uh, you know, the Genius Bar that I was talking about earlier, we'd love to have you do that as well. So the, uh, the easiest way is just get a hold of us and We'll, we'll put you to work. Uh, don't worry about that. If you're interested in giving back, we'll, we'll, we'll take your help. Well, it was great to talk to you today. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we very much appreciate your time. I don't know that uh, we did a good job of explaining to our um, listeners that uh, Mr. Gorman is joining us on the road. He's actually <laughs> traveling right now. Um, and so that that some of the audio difficulties that we experienced um, are sort of attributable to that. But we do appreciate your time. We appreciate you joining us um, remotely. And, um, and we hope that you have safe travels. And um, we look forward to watching the accomplishments of the Strife program. Uh, but before you go, oh, okay. how, how, how can everybody uh, reach you, find you, your program online? So the easiest way, honestly, uh, is get on Google, type in ETSU Strive, and it'll be the first thing that pops up. Uh, you can find all the information. If you're a veteran and you want more information, uh, there's all kinds of info provided. The contacts are listed. Uh, the coordinator of the program is Dr. Bill Heiss. Uh, his contact is listed, uh, and I'm also uh, uh, a, a co-leader uh, uh, of the program. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to me, they can email me at gormanc, G-O-R-M-A-N-C, at etsu.edu. Uh, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me, but 
Uh, honestly, just Google ETSU Strive. You'll find everything you want to know about it. And if you have questions, just reach out. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you all for having me. And I, I really wish I could have been there in person, but uh, I'm glad we were able to make this work. Well, okay. What a great so interview. that was a great conversation about an important program. Um, a little limited from the from what we we were working with today, I think. But I do think zoom I don't, in a car. Yeah, zoom <laughs> as he's driving. You know, sixty five miles an hour down the interstate. Right, he was being driven. We should he was, say yes, yes. He was not driving the car himself. Um, I all thought right. it was cool. He had an ETSU student with him. You could tell that for Alan. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The idea of, he was uh, driving. I, I, but I do think that um, it's a, really an invaluable program. And also the tie in with Mountain Home, um, the VA hospital here in town, um, which not every town has a VA facility like we do here in Johnson City with Mountain Home. Um, but it's good. It's good to see that um, these hardworking men and women who have um, devoted themselves to protecting the country for whatever period of time yeah. are getting some extra support to help them when they do get out of the Army and uh, or the Navy or the Air Force. Or, or the, the Marines, Marines or the Coast Guard. Or the Coast Guard. <laughs> um, they, um, can you hum all the songs? Uh, I, I, mean, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. but, um, but I do think it's important that they have um, the support they need to help make their own dreams come true. Yeah. And, um, and I really am excited to see where that program is going. You guys have a doing good takeaway? Yeah, I would say the main thing is, uh, of course, our theme, Doing Good. Uh, other than what he's doing with his program, uh, I think what we can take away from the Doing Good is just um, what he was talking about um, honoring his dad and um, mm -hmm. really just wanting to give back to a people that... He, he is personally affiliated with, but there are people more personally affiliated that have done nothing in comparison to what he has done. So the fact that he's reached out there and started doing something that has benefited the lives of many people, um, both directly helping those veterans and then indirectly helping the people that those veterans and their businesses have helped, um, just how really one person with a passion for something can you know outreach to an entire community uh, that's a takeaway that no matter what kind of topic it is um, is doing good at its um, at its finest really mm -hmm. yeah, I agree that's inspiring to anyone honestly hope so yep. yeah my did you have a takeaway was that it for you too Susanna was just yeah 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 for me it's for me it's the fact that dreams are great but they need wings yeah, uh, and you know, so there's uh, got, it's great and to then have somebody a, to teach you how to use the wings. You got to fly. Yeah, you need you know, kids are cute, but they need legs. Yeah. You know, and so give them that chance to walk and move. You know, yeah. so uh, and and so what he said really stuck with me is that it's one thing to have a great idea, but to be able to put it into practice and sustain it long term, that's when we can come together as a community and do some good by supporting them. Yep. So great. Thanks to Alan, who's on the road. Very much. And thanks to all of you for tuning in and listening. Again and again. Time to say goodbye, everybody. Oh, hey, wait. Oh. Let's not forget um, that we would love it if our listeners would, um, you know, like and subscribe to the podcast, yes. um, but also drop a review, a five-star review. And <laughs> send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll love love feature your message you. in our up, upcoming and Doing Good. And you might get a shout-out in the next podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably. If you do, Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Mom. <Yeah. laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.
That's our show. Thanks so much for listening to Doing Good, the podcast. And you can find us if you'd like to hear more at our website at we'redoinggood.com or on Facebook or Instagram at We're Doing Good. So please like our pages and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We all have something that we can be doing. So just take the first step. Everybody show some love and do some good. Have a great day. 